Hey everyone, my name's Josh. And my name's Will. And you're listening to The Standpoint Podcast. The show where we voice our standpoint. On everything health, fitness and lifestyle. We hope you enjoy the show. Alright crew, so back for another episode of The Standpoint Podcast. Welcome back. So uh, today, I thought we'd delve right into it. Um, planning on having a few guests over this series, um, this season. So we thought, what a better way to test our interview skills than to interview each other. So yep. today I'm going to interview Josh as if like I don't know him from a bar or so. Um, and yeah, we're just going to see how this kind of goes. So a bit of practice for both of us. Mm. It's going to be hard to top the guest list after this one though. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> we're definitely... The top. Yep, it's a down downhill uh, kind of trend. So anyway, from uh, let's just get this rolling. So Josh, tell well, us... Why, so, why, so you want to obviously do the interview... Yeah, obviously, work on the interview skills, but like, why, what made you come up well, with this idea? It's more yeah. for you than me, to oh, be honest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I thought that we haven't really done like an episode, which is just about us, which is really narcissistic, but, um, you know, we haven't done one where we've actually spoken about how we got into health and fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, Give the listeners a bit of a background. Yeah, like, you know, who is Josh Trinkini, you mm. know? Um Probably a lot of people. Like, well, the book's being released soon. So. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I thought it'd be a good way to people to get to know us and then also a good way for us mm. to practice talking right. to... Two birds, one stone. Yeah. Yep, that's yep. what I'm about. I like it. All right. Well, All right. take it away. So, um, maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, <laughs> just like what you do for work. Uh, you know, what do you do for fun? Well, um, yeah. So, obviously... Uh, Run 3PC, so run the gym. I'd hope all the listeners know that by now. But uh, um, So I've always been into the health and fitness uh, industry, you know, been into health and fitness from early on, just growing up playing sport and everything like that. Um, and then through, um, through that, I sort of got into more just fitness and like, you know, the gym and everything. And then that's where I got the um, inkling to do my PT course. Um, so yeah, sort of decided to run with that against a lot of, um, I guess a lot of people telling me not to, they just didn't see PT, um, or even fitness itself as much of an, a long-term industry to be working in. Which is kind of fair enough as well. Yeah. Um, so I initially had a lot of people telling me no, so I looked in, into it in year 11. So grew up playing a lot of football and that. And then as I said, I sort of got into the gym and I really enjoyed it and I wanted to do pursue it more um, so I looked into doing my PT course around year 11 and then a lot of people were telling me no so I thought you know thought against it so ended up going to uni and studying uh, exercise science in uni and then after my first year of that I um, I, I just the course in that itself was great like content wise but I just didn't enjoy uni more so like I'd just done school for however many bloody years like I was just over it right and uni's like it's a bit of a long road like you know oh yeah it's uh it's a lot more it's a lot more work than just regular school so after the first year of uni I just thought like you know I'm still really keen on this PT thing like fuck it I don't care what other people say I'm just gonna do it so I smashed that out in the main uni holidays so did my PT course and I, and I enjoyed it because it was much more intensive. It was like, it was full time. It was every day, which was way better. Um, you know, you just 
you're learning all the content rather than uni where it's spread out across the whole year. It's just such a slow process. So that was really, really good. Did that. And as soon as I finished that, decided to start working as a PT. So I started doing one-on-one sessions out of a good life and um, yeah, got a lot of experience doing that. Still ended up finishing my uni degree, which, you know, helped in the long run, like learning or educating myself a lot more because it is such a big industry, health and fitness. And, you know, when you do your PT course and whatnot, you only scratch the surface of what you can learn. So you need to constantly be educating yourself. Um, So that was a benefit to me in some regards, but um, I did have plans to, you know, further my studies with uni um, and look to maybe get into, you know, something a little bit more into the health side of things like your physiotherapy, your OT, et cetera. So typical for people that do. <coughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But once I started doing my PT course, uh, sorry, once I finished my PT course, started working as a PT, started to do really well and just, you know, really started enjoying it. Like it's what I wanted to do from the get go. Um, so it almost made me drop out of uni because I was kind of over that and PT was doing really well for me against what everyone said it would do. Um, but I ended up finishing my course and then once that finished, I pretty much went full-time into PT, um, was doing that, you know, as my full-time living and then um, eventually got into the group training side of things. And then um, when I first got into PT and was just doing one-on-one sessions and whatnot, I always had the vision, I've spoken about this in the past, but I always had the vision of owning my own gym or something like that along those lines, but it always just seemed too hard like almost impossible, like how the hell is that going to ever happen? But, you know, I thought in the back of my mind it would be really cool. And then, you know, fast forward a few years and um, a bit more experience under my belt. And obviously when you and I met, we came up with the idea of 3PC and we are just like, you know, let's roll with it. And it happened. And I won't go into the details of all that happened because we've obviously discussed that on a previous episode. Um, So if people want to hear that story, they can go back to the 3PC episode that we did a while ago. But... Yeah, that's sort of the path which led me to running and owning 3PC. Um, And then, yeah, now obviously I still do like all the classes here and um, I guess like how you describe our jobs now, like is split between like a coach full-time and then also a manager full-time, obviously, you know, running all the classes and then on the back end running all that sort of stuff too. So all the systems which keep the place afloat as well. And... uh, yeah, I guess that's basically my main job. And then, you know, my side hustle is podcasting too, <laughs> I guess, to a degree. So, uh, yeah, no, I guess that's um, that's a long way to explain what I do for work. Yeah, nice. So, um, I don't. you mentioned that you always wanted to own a gym. So, I was going to ask, actually, was <coughs> if you asked your, you know, 17-year-old self, mm. say five, five odd years ago, mm-hmm. um, that's really bad math, aren't yeah. you? 24. <laughs> Shit, we're getting older. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you asked yourself five years ago, like, oh, do you reckon you'll be doing this and you envision mm. this is what you'd be doing? Do you reckon it would have been something along the lines of this? Or are you kind of like, oh, I would have never thought that it'd be this, but... Um, no, like back then when I did start to have that vision of, you know, what I wanted to do long term, where I did envision owning a gym um, and everything like that, I'd, I, yeah, I could say this is sort of what I pictured, but it was more so... I'd never thought that would be possible back then. So um, it's it's very cliche, the whole like, you know, uh, you've got a dream, you just got to keep working away at it, da 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 But it, 
it sort of has been like a gradual process which happened over time where it's like I slowly learned more things and and got better at doing more things to where it just became reality and with that there was a lot of you know you almost have to take the leap as well because it was um, even when we first started talking about doing it 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 seemed impossible but it is crazy to think that it actually happened and I almost still think I'm like I don't know how that happened but it is weird to think that it was possible because back then no like I never would have thought it was possible at all um and like maybe you know I'd say oh maybe like later on in life or whatever like after years and years of working hard but um still worked really hard but yeah it just made it made it happen yeah yeah so it was a bit more uh fast forwarded uh yeah. a little bit more came around a bit quicker than what you were expecting um but with that I think it's uh, even then like at that age it's still you, it's so hard to know what you want to do and I, I'm sort of lucky in a sense that even then at that age like I, I did have a relative vision of what I wanted to achieve and again like I said I didn't necessarily think it would be possible but always sort of had that in the back of the mind and I think a lot of people do struggle especially in their late teens to early 20s with knowing what to do in life and I think that's totally fair enough like I think it can take you a long time to figure that out and I know plenty of people in their 30s now who are you know changing careers and whatever only just starting to realize what it is that they want to achieve so I think in a sense I was lucky that it was always that I didn't just sort of fall into this um you know like I had other dreams and aspirations too to you know maybe be an AFL footballer and all that shit too but uh like every uh every kid's dream in uh Australia realized what was you know semi-possible and what was impossible yeah so yeah no for sure um what made you get into the the health and fitness then? Like, I mean, you said you played footy. So, yeah, obviously, actually, you had a sport background. I was talking about this with someone the other day. So, um, <laughs> I fucking love when you say that. Yeah. Well, so, oh, I read a quote, a read a book. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so, someone asked me the other day, they said, like, have you always been into fitness and everything? And, and I have. Like, I've yeah, always look been... Look at in, me, mate. <laughs> I've always been into sport growing up. Well, that's the thing. I said, um, growing up, I was always a little bit chubbier. I wasn't like... You know, not like, you know, I was just like, uh, hard to explain. Like I was, yeah, I was just a little bit chubbier, but I always still loved playing sports and I played everything growing up and, you know, recess and lunch, I always liked being active, um, like kicking the soccer ball, footy, whatever. Um, but me and my brother were very opposite in the sense he was very sporty growing up too, uh, but he was always like, never took his nutrition seriously or anything like that. It was always just sort of good at sports where... I maybe didn't have as much of the natural ability. I always had to work harder to be good at sports um, where he has more of that natural ability. His nutrition never really tried hard. Whatever he ate, he could eat anything. It would always remain lean. Yeah. Um, Whereas, you know, I was like getting chubby and everything. So I always had to put more effort into it. And someone asked me the other day, it's like, oh, it's like, how do you, like, you know, did he stay in health and fitness? And he sort of got out of it as a sense. And I always put it down to the fact where it was almost too easy for him. He didn't have to put in that effort, whereas I had to keep putting in that effort. So if it, I was to let go of it, I'd, I'd fall backwards. So because I had to keep working on, you know, uh, different skills to get better at sports. And then eventually, once I got more into just the gym and everything like that, I had to keep training hard. I had to keep really working hard on my nutrition to get or see really good results. So because I kept working hard at it, I, I just managed to stay yeah, I guess involved in health and fitness and I just started to appreciate it a lot more and, and love it a lot more. So um, it was always involved in an early age, but I think I just, yeah, I guess the more I worked at it, 
the more I started to enjoy it. Yeah. I guess. So, yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. Kind of relates to that quote. Um, I mean, talking about quotes because you always give them. But, mm. you know, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard kind yeah. of ordeal. Yeah. I think it it was a bit of that involved. So, that's it's it's a nothing I'd never realized before until I was thinking about it the other day. Yeah. No, it's definitely one of those funny things because I know a few people at high school and they there was a guy there and he was just naturally gifted at mm. he could do anything like he'd mm-hmm. go play footy play a grade straight away wouldn't touch a volleyball because yeah. i went to heathfield volleyball school um wouldn't touch volleyball for two years would go back and play would play in the honors team yeah and it's just like yeah you know so yeah, it's definitely and that's the thing there's definitely people who are you know naturally gifted in certain things and um whatnot and then like you just said there's people that have to work hard to be good at those things so yeah i was definitely on that side of the fence yeah so what's uh are you doing for sport at the moment so um yeah for people that don't know uh now i'm training for an ironman so um doing my first ironman in may so that's a uh, bikes uh, sorry a swim bike run so triathlon three three sports so a 3.8 kilometer swim, 180 kilometer bike, and a 42 kilometer run. So only just gotten into this, you know, into triathlon over the last few months, last couple of months. So um, previous to that, was really big into my strength training, and um, obviously just like the style of training that we do at 3PC, um, the strength and conditioning. Um, that's always been my thing, and um, for the past few years, like really been. I guess my, my goals were always more body image focused and um, always sort of just trained hard to look a certain way, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with. Um, I really enjoyed that. And then um, earlier last year, I was, my goals were much more, um, I guess, focused on performance in the gym. So uh, more so like weights, like deadlifting, squatting, benching. And then I sort of hit those goals and... Um, I wasn't sure where I wanted to go with my training after that. You were a little bit up in the air about it. Yeah, and I yeah. think that happens to a lot of people, um, which is totally fine. I, th- I think it's almost a good thing too to not necessarily have anything you're training for, but I do think at times, um, and everybody's different in a sense, so of what they get out of it. But personally, I always tend to do better and feel better when I'm training towards something. So for some reason, I don't know what, I've always had triathlon and or trying a triathlon in the back of my mind. Um, and it was more so again, one of those things is like, oh, I'll probably like never do it though. And then once I'd finished that block of training of strength stuff, I was like, I saw someone talking about the Ironman. I was just like, oh, you know what? Like if I don't just sign up for it and do it, it'll never happen. I was like, fuck it. Like, why don't I just sign up and see how we go? Mm. Um, so yeah, that, that happened. And then all of a sudden I was just sort of full steam ahead. So, um, probably should have put a bit more thought into it and realized how expensive it is as a sport <laughs> but since then i've uh yeah no really enjoying it really loving it it's um it's completely different to what i was doing which is cool like it's really cool to learn new things um like throw yourself into a whole new sport there's the learning curves massive but also the when you're new at something generally the um room for growth is very fast at the start so you do see a lot of results pretty quickly before it starts to plateau so um, it's interesting having that sort of feeling again after doing, you know, just normal gym stuff for a long, long period of time. Would you say that's been probably the most rewarding part of triathlon training at the moment? Like just seeing those, you know, quick returns coming through? Yeah, to a degree. Um, if not, what would it be? 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just like, I think it's just the style of training though as well. Like I've always, and from, from footy days and whatnot, like I've always enjoyed some type of endurance and I've always been into running. I've always enjoyed my running. Um, and then, you know, even, was it last year or the year before? We, was it 19 that we did our ultra marathon? Yeah, 19. Yeah, so 2019 we did that. And so I've always, in, I've always enjoyed the endurance side of sport. Um, so I just, I don't know. I think it was just more so getting back into that. Um, and just, I like the, I guess, the discipline required for endurance. So, you know, when you're doing something short and sharp, like a hit session or like weights where you're just hitting, you know, you got to do that one rep and that's sort of it. It doesn't take, you know, it, it takes a different type of mental fortitude to do that. Whereas endurance, where it's all about, not going so hard, but going for a long period of time and sustaining something. Um, it's, it's a much different reward because you're, you're constantly fighting a battle in your own head of like, you know, wanting to stop, wanting to quit, wanting to quit, wanting to quit. And you just got to keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. And eventually you finish. So um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, that's where I guess the reward comes from is seeing the amount of hard work you're putting in and I guess, you know, that, that feeling of, you know, when you always want to give up because it always happens, but pushing through that, that's what I sort of really enjoy. So it's those longer sessions that you, you know, you don't necessarily want to do, but you do get through and that's, that's what feels really good. Yeah, for sure. It's one of those awkward, we spoke about it last week with Will Turney, those awkward flow, like almost flow states you call it, mm. but you're kind of bouncing in and out. Like it's a very, uh, you do volatile headspace. Like you're very, uh, you, one minute you could be thinking like, oh God, like, I'm feeling good right now. And then all yeah. of a sudden, say you're on the bike and you hit a hill, you're like, oh God, this sucks. Like, I just really want to get off right now. Yeah. Can't be bothered. Next minute you're going downhill or you hit a flat, it's a bit easier. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's just such a, I always like, you know, the mental side of training as well. Um, and like the whole, the, you know, the self-talk that you have in your own head and everything like that. And endurance sports are, yeah, they're crazy for that because it's, um, yeah, it's just like, it's so, it's so long. You just go through so many emotions. Um, so yeah, really enjoying that. And also I think with this, with triathlon as well in particular, you know, being someone who enjoyed running or decent at running, like that was like, I like that side of things. And like I said, when we did our ultra marathon a couple of years ago, like that was really enjoyable to train for because I enjoyed that style of training. But with this, I enjoy the biking and the swimming as well. The biking I'm completely new to. The swimming I've done a little bit in the past, but I'm not good at it. So it's really enjoyable where I've got these three sports now where one, I really enjoy doing it and have always been okay at it. One, I'm completely new to and I'm starting to learn it and really enjoy it. And one, I'm really bad at the swimming, but I'm seeing improvements in. But it, it's so it is, it's a real challenge like having a combination of all three things. Um, whereas I think it would be a lot harder if I sucked at all three, if I was really good at all three, it'd be completely different. So yeah, it's a real combination at the moment which i'm yeah really enjoying yeah um so what would the toughest thing be then about the training at the moment do you think it's the swimming like you were saying or i mean i know when we've gone for swims before yeah like we started swimming together oh probably like a year and a bit ago mm. and like yeah safe to say we, we were pretty uh pretty gassed by the time we did like two laps yeah you think um so yeah that's probably the toughest thing is it's the swimming and also just the, you know, the length of the workouts um, is hard. And again, we spoke about that on, is it the last episode or the one before? But um, the whole, 
you know, time commitment and whatnot. But yeah, the swimming's tough and because it's with running and biking, they're very simple in a way where it's like the you know, the more effort you put in, the sort of more you get out of it. Whereas swimming, it's more refining your technique and being more refined. It's not it's from an art. Yeah, it's yeah. not putting in more effort, not pulling like doing a harder stroke. It's it's being more effortless Almost conservative, in the water. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's it's the complete opposite to the two, and it it's way more technique based. So don't get me wrong, like biking and running is completely technique based, uh, based as well. But if you have poor technique with your swimming, like you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. So yeah, learning that has been. A challenge but rewarding as well at the same time so good to see it get better but it's definitely definitely the hardest bit and it's it's not a quick you know it's not a quick learning curve like it does take time it just takes with all of it it just takes hours and hours and hours of practice 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 like you don't just do one session and all of a sudden bang you've you've got it yeah like you just have to keep showing up keep showing up so like I'm swimming like three to four times a week and I find if I miss one or two sessions or if I only do one swim a week or two swims a week, you almost go backwards a little bit and so you almost have to make up for that week. So you have to stay on top of it. Yeah, you've got to keep uh, the repetition going. Mm. Yeah, it's funny though with um, the longer, how we're talking going back to your, your time point mm-hmm. was I was thinking about it the other day because I was just thinking about you know business and whatnot and a few things I'll explain it next week when you interview me. Mm. But like what I've been thinking lately is is quite a bit different to you. Um, But I was just thinking, you know, with you, how you're training so much, Mm. I feel like it almost gives you the time. Say you've got a three hour ride, Mm. you're using three hours of your day, Mm. but you've also accomplished something which is quite substantial. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's almost, yes, you're doing it for a longer duration, but it's almost got those, you know, positive returns of coming back and saying you could do nothing else the rest of the day. But if you had a good yeah, three-hour yeah. ride, that's three hours of your day, you've already covered, you know, a yeah. majority of it riding and then say you go for a run afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, you get those kind of returns back and you, you feel productive even though it is productive but just towards your health and fitness. Yeah, no, I do, yeah. I agree with that in a sense because I do... And again, everyone's different, but I, I'm a very... Uh, like restless person in a sense like I, I don't enjoy doing nothing oh is that right yeah mm. so I, I sort of always need to be doing something so I do th- I think that's probably a big part of it is where I'm training for so long I do feel like I am doing a lot yeah in my day like you just said so yeah that's positive on that end but then it also just makes me feel like I need to work harder in my other hours because I'm you know I'm chewing up so much time so um, I like to get the most out of those hours rather than, I guess, the complete opposite of that, which is giving myself as much time to do nothing, I suppose. So, yeah, interesting way to look at it. Yeah. Um, what's your overall kind of goal with, like, your triathlon training? Are you going to stick out this Ironman, you know, as your goal to get it just finished and then from there try and do another one later on and yeah, I think so. crack like, the 10-hour mark? Um, obviously, like, in between all this, I'm doing a lot of smaller races and whatnot just to sort of practice. And so you're not trying to win those? Not necessarily. Um, like it's more, it is all just practicing and getting in. It is getting in the repetitions for the longer race, and um, because the longer one you can't really train for necessarily. Like it's just um, you're building yourself up to complete that long one. So yeah, definitely the goal at the moment is to just complete that and have a crack at it. But um, yeah, the sport overall, I'm like I'm really enjoying it and, and and I enjoy the form uh, shorter format races and that as well. They're a lot of fun. Um, like a lot of energy and a lot of like the 
triathlon community is actually like really really cool community to be a part of as well like it's much bigger than i realized and um a lot of people especially in sa really support it so that's really cool so i think i can see like as i said i'm I'm already really enjoying it and you do have to put in a lot of hard work in order just to do one you know iron man so i definitely don't want to just finish this one and then that's it i do want to keep it around because otherwise i feel like you know not that all the hard work was for nothing but it's like I just did all of that training and everything just for one event. It's like, you may as well keep the ball rolling, Yeah, you know, um, rather than just like stopping and giving it up. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes, but I think finish this one in May, hopefully that's just the goal. I haven't really set myself a time or anything. I just want to like, you know, experience the event, get a feel for it. And then from there, probably try and challenge myself, take it up another step and, you know, hit some time goals or maybe put in a proper, proper like year of training and do some of those shorter ones and maybe try and really improve on them and win a couple races if possible and see where it goes yeah it's a good uh it's a good sport probably to get into because a you've got to invest a lot of time and money into the sport Mm. but considering you haven't done for it like you haven't done it that long it's almost like you've got a long way to go yeah in a non-offensive way you know what i mean like you've got a lot of goals that you can still tick off yeah yeah um rather than you know like a sport which say, you know, powerlifting or whatever that you were doing before, it's like, eh, you can do it, but you've been doing it for a while. You're not going to see those quick returns as much mm. compared to this, you know, it's it's just quite a different yeah. different vibe to it. But yeah, um, find it interesting that you bring up the, the tri-community aspect thing. I think, um, I mean, it's not an interview about me, but <laughs> just even with mountain biking, like I've been doing that a little bit lately mm. and just putting up a few stories here and there. Mm. It's crazy how many people actually do the sport and are like you know they reply to your your story or whatever like oh we should go for a ride um and just yeah it's i just think it gets belittled almost these communities like your your tri communities but i think you could probably do that with any sport and you realize there is a big community behind it like we could probably talk about darts or yeah something random like that and you think oh that's like that's not really a big thing in sa but once you actually get into it you realize there is actually it's really popular yeah for sure we even went clay target shooting the other day and you see how many people are there and how busy that is and it is funny and you think because sa is quite small in comparison to some of the bigger states um it's just crazier in all the other states like it's even bigger so even when we did the trail running and we got into that like there's so many people that do it and do these events so it's funny from the outside looking in you don't you never really expect it yeah and you, then you kind of compare it to the mainstream sports i feel like yeah like yeah. footy yeah you know there's thousands of people doing footy yeah. whether like triathlon or even that clay target shooting mm. there's only a few hundred people that do it but it's the only you know it's like high schools some high schools have 700 other high schools yeah. have 2,000 people but it al- almost makes that again like it's that, it is more of that community because it's you know hundreds and or maybe like thousands of people as opposed to hundreds of thousands yeah. of people so it's like people start to know each other a bit more like each of these tri races i'm doing starting to see the same people the same faces you start to get to know people and that so that's what i guess makes it really cool about it like these little littler i guess you know more niche events i suppose yeah a lot more niche um well going off of that topic then what's uh what are three goals that um, you've got for 2021? I presume one will mm. be stab in the dark will be to, <laughs> to complete your Ironman. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. been, um, yeah, it's been the main goal and it has been, um, yeah, good to have that. Like I said, it's like a lot of 
work has gone towards that and like I said I do like have like I do like having something to train towards it definitely makes you know each session have purpose in a sense which I think is really cool like I said there's nothing wrong with not having anything to train towards and sometimes you're just doing it for your natural health and because you enjoy you know health and fitness but um, definitely makes the sessions that you don't want to do a lot easier too in the fact that you you almost have to do them like you know a lot of my longer well my sw- swimming for example like about 90% of the sessions I don't want to do them but I know if I don't then I'm screwed like for the for the event like I've got the event coming up it's only a couple months away I paid for the ticket like I have to do it so I have to put in those sessions and once I do them I feel so much better afterwards so that's definitely the biggest goal and I think like realistically it's the only main goal that I've set this year usually yeah I guess usually at the start of each year I try and set a few goals but I think this is like the first time really this year that I've only set the one goal and that's really the only thing that I'm looking to achieve and I guess once I do I'll try and build on that but yeah from a personal side of things I think that's really it um I think just going off of past experience too I know over the last couple of years I've set myself multiple goals and you know never achieved any of them rather than this year it's like set myself the one and like let's just hit that from a business perspective though like with work and that I do have goals so really just from a personal level that's the main one that I'm trying to hit this year mm-hmm. yeah and I think ours a business would be pretty similar considering we're uh, both hope so yeah <laughs> um anyway so what's uh I've got a few random kind of mm. spinball curveball questions <laughs> coming at you um one was if there was one thing that would make your day what would that be um so like some events or you oh, know yep. for some people it could be i don't know like making someone smile yeah, like yeah, it's very yeah. cliche but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not me <laughs> like ten thousand dollars cash <laughs> um no it's a good one what like uh i generally i like think of myself as a pretty happy person pretty positive person but what makes i don't you know i just like it is probably pretty niche but i think just you know when you've just gotten through the day and things have just gone really well it's almost gone to plan. Like I think because I'm such a routine organized person, I, I that I feel really good about mm. when, you know, things are, and you know, not like things always do go to plan. So I think that I really enjoy. And I just like, I think just like, yeah, I guess that's what makes my day is that, you know, having, having a good day, I guess that sounds so bad, but you know, when things go to plan and then just like, yeah, I don't know, um, you know, get home and, um, like Beck and I, we can just have dinner together, just chill out. And then, yeah, I don't know. That's just, that's like a good day for me. Yeah. And that's a pretty lame answer, but shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a bit of a square answer, but that's okay. Um, we'll see if we can make it up in this, uh, in this question. Next so one was... Fuck one, marry one, kill one. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, what brings you the most satisfaction in life? Hmm. Um, well, again... Um, no, that's the thing. Like I just, um, like I said, I try to be generally as a happy and positive person, but I guess I think like younger, if I, if I was to ask about this question, my answer would definitely be a lot different to now where it's just like, I think get most satisfaction out of just like more of just the experiences you have, I guess, mm. with people. Like um, I guess the experiences in general, but experiences with people, I just like... Um, generally like when you're just doing things with your mates and it's just like you're having a good time or um 
especially like, even just Beck and I, like, you know, we just went out for the dinner, like the two of us on Friday night and just having a good time together. Like really I bonded. Yeah. Like I just like, yeah, I guess when you ask like what gives you satisfaction, like just those moments, mm. I suppose. Um, and more so just the little things, I suppose, like, you know, just those, uh, they're not rare moments or anything like that, but it's just more getting more satisfaction. That's what I'm starting to realize and getting more satisfaction out of the littler things rather than the bit, uh, bigger things. And like, you know, how we've, we spoke about this ages ago on the podcast, but like, you know, buy a new car and you think that gives you satisfaction, but it just goes so quickly. Yeah. So I think it's just like those, like you said, those little things of making people happy, like, you know, Again, it's going to sound real, like, you know, yeah, la-di-da, but, uh, like, just making, like, Beck smile at just, like, the little like little jokes and stuff. I really like, hope Beck listens to this. Yeah, I know, uh, brownie points. <laughs> but even even just at the gym as well, like, like, we spoke about last week, when people come in um, and they seem to be having a shit day or a rough day, just, like, having a laugh with them and stuff like that. Um, yeah, they're, they're just, like, moments that you really enjoy, I think, and it's, like, I guess when you look back on, they're almost some of the memories in that that you remember more rather than like, you know, like I said, those bigger things that happen. Um, you sort of just, uh, they're always there, but you, you just don't feel for them as much anymore. Yeah. I think that sort of makes sense in a sense. Yeah, no, no, no. That's, yeah. uh, Something I'm starting to realize more is like, I guess that. You're that valuing whole, life experiences rather yeah. than uh, the whole whole big picture. You're just playing kind of day by day mm. and just, you know, appreciating the smaller moments in life mm -hmm. rather than appreciating a whole big thing, you know, and yeah. more of a materialistic kind of standpoint and everything. It's more like you just appreciate the smaller things yeah. in life, yeah. which I think is a good way to do it. Yeah. Some real lame answers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, we'll go with something which I presume you'll probably have a better answer for. <laughs> um, would be, who would you invite three people to your house? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Quite yep. a common one. I felt a bit yeah, like, yeah. Oh, doing this one, but mm -hmm. I thought it'd work. Um, all right. So just any three people to my house? Well, probably two, because you're going to say me as one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, can they be dead or alive? Or Yeah, they can be dead or alive. Male, female. Uh, okay. Yeah. Interesting one. I, I always like listening to people's answer for this sort of question, but I think one would be Elon Musk. Um, love that guy. What, what, what about just him? Super intriguing. Like I've, Followed him for years and I remember reading his autobiography from years ago. It was one of the like, first real books that I read that I just really enjoyed. And I think because I found the guy just so intriguing. Um, and he's just a diff bit of a different thinker. So, yeah, I think like he would, and you know, just the way he talks and, you know, you've seen on podcasts and interviews and that, like he's just a real out there guy. So I think he would definitely be really interesting. Um... I don't know, other other one or two. Um, I was joking by me, you can have two. That's oh, like, yeah, like obviously just him and then, you know, you and Beck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so now nah, um, number two, I think like someone like Neil deGrasse Tyson or something. Like I've, I just, again, that, I have people that don't know him, astrophysicist, yep. uh, really big into space and everything. So Wrote that book about physics on life or something like that. Uh, Astronomy on life? Well, he's wrote a lot of books, but he's uh, physics for astrophysics for people in a hurry. That's the one. It's one yep. of his books. So, yep. um, yeah, someone like him would be really interesting as well. And I don't know about the third one, but I think more so I probably just get a lot of value from... I guess people who have done really big things in business and, and whatnot. 
think someone like um, Phil Knight or Richard Branson or something like that, who like entrepreneurs have done a lot. Um, I think that'd be really cool as well. Yeah. I'm sure if I had more time to think about it, I'd probably come up with some cooler people, but I feel like that's a pretty broad list there. I feel like that's a good uh, good answer. I feel like, find Elon Musk fascinating. Like I personally don't really vibe or like, I don't mm-hmm. really connect on his... Uh, on his frequency, like I find him a little bit almost the way in some of his interviews he comes across like someone will ask him a question. If he doesn't want to talk about it, mm. it's very like he'll shut the conversation down straight away. Yeah. But then for something that he does want to talk about, he'll That's continue the conversation. But see, I find that very um, like self-centered. Like I feel if yeah. someone's trying to bring a conversation, you and should try like your best to keep yeah. that conversation. But I feel fine. like when you look at someone like him and what he's trying to do and what he's trying and type of person he is i feel like you need a bit of self-centeredness yeah. and you look at these people who are achieving really big things with life like i think they're and you think about all the people that would try to waste his time yeah. i mean you know it makes sense but that's just my uh my point on him anyway um all right well we'll finish off what um i was gonna do what three like podcasts you'd recommend mm. um standpoint <laughs> standpoint yep. yeah um is that you gonna do that one because I, I don't know um yeah like or you could do let's do like three podcasts or three books three books okay um well like i was sort of just saying then i've i didn't think i'd ever like reading autobiographies or anything like that but uh, every time i pick one up i seem to love it so one would just be i'll just say autobiographies in mm. general and if i if i could recommend any that i loved i loved uh shoe dog about phil knight nike's owner um you know david goggins sir richard branson's books like they're they're all epic so love those um second one would be uh um good question i don't know i just it's just funny i think just <laughs> like funny thing is just been happening lately is like you know when you listen to a book or a podcast i know there's a term for this you might know it but you just like start reading something or listening to something and it just relates to your lifestyle your yeah. current lifestyle so perfectly yeah and it just feels like it very it was random. meant for you yeah yeah like i know that's a that's a it's a term i'm not sure what that is but oh, i think it's just very relatable to anyway you. Yeah. but it's just like well more so for example like there's a podcast i listen to uh the whoop podcast yeah um and for example haven't listened to this great podcast haven't listened to it for a few weeks um so so i'll you know i'll check out a new episode first one i click on to they're talking about um they're interviewing a famous doctor who's also a professional ironman athlete and (laughs) the whole interview was all about that and i'm just like you know how random like Mm. anyway so that's a good podcast yeah (laughs) um i know the word you're thinking of it's it's yeah I'm sure people know. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. So one autobiographies, two. I listen to a few different podcasts. I like like the Whoop one. I like My Muscle Project. Sometimes they're okay. Um, Joe Rogan's a good easy listen. Yeah. Don't mind James Smith one. Some of the guests that he has on, he's a bit more out there with some of the questions he'll I guess ask, which can be interesting. Um, Some of the other podcasts I listen to are probably a bit boring. And then maybe give it another third book. Hard to say. I read a lot of like different business books and stuff and it's just, I guess I enjoy them because they can relate to certain situations. But 
one that I really enjoyed, which is completely different. Like, you know, when you read books throughout high school and stuff, and you never think you enjoy them and yeah. whatever. Like, I think yeah. they're all shit. But 1984 by George Orwell, that was really good as well. So that's a bit of a different okay. one. I think different answer just to... Nice. Wrap it bag. up. Kind of, uh, wrap up the episode. I like that. Mm. No, that was good. I um I did enjoy that. And then I was gonna tie everything off with um if you could talk back to say your younger self, what standpoint would you give them? So like what? Uh, I just thought of this before because I was thinking of a question like what's mm-hmm, your standpoint mm-hmm, on? Mm. But I think it'd be cool to say like what standpoint would you give your younger self? So you know uh don't take life so seriously, you yeah, know, yeah. kind of what's like a, a yeah. bumper sticker almost that you would give them. Yeah. Look, there's a few things that I've learned definitely over like since running three PC and like running, getting into business and everything like that. Um, just reflecting on things you've learned in that. I've definitely been a few big things which I've learned. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. I think one would be um, like things aren't, as bad as what you think they are um or it's like there's it's more that there's there's always a way to overcome like a bad situation like i used to always get almost anxious or stressed out when something bad would happen and now i think we've talked about this on the past but like you can always find like a solution or um like things aren't things will only be as bad as what you make them out to be. Yeah. So now in a sense, it's not that it, I don't get affected when bad things happen, but I just more so have an understanding of how to deal with them in a sense of um, that they can be dealt with. And like, I guess back in the past when things would happen, you'd always stress out or you'd always just think the worst. Now it's like, I, I know things will happen. And I can accept the fact. So um, that bad things will happen. It's more so now I know that thing, bad things will happen because I know that I can know how to deal with them in a sense. So that's, I guess that's a bit of a hard thing to relate back to younger self. But if I could say that, I'd say um, like, don't try to avoid bad things or bad things are always going to happen to everyone all the time, but just know that they will happen and it's going to be okay. And you can work around it. I think that's like a really interesting one. Mm. I don't, yeah, it's a good one. That sort of makes sense, but yeah, like not that you're always expecting the worst, but just don't expect things to always be amazing all the time. Yeah. And I think when you start to know that, when bad things do happen, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but when bad things do happen, um, you're ready for it in yeah. a sense. Yeah. So. No, I agree with that. I like that I could, one. Uh, tell myself that, then I'd almost probably, it'd probably end up taking more risks. You yeah. Know, when you're younger and that. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think that would be, beneficial yeah instilling that wisdom into your uh, younger self mm. i think it's one of those things which is is really tricky because you read it all the time in books about you know you got to run towards your fears mm. um you know take risks uh what's another one like you were just saying you know bad things happen it's inevitable but you just got to learn to deal with them and it's yeah. not the end of the world but i do believe that even now like it, it's it's more experience rather than being told. Mm-hmm. It's like you've got to find out for yourself yeah. rather than just being told. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, great advice. And it's just one of those, yeah, things that just is experience. I mean, you know, like you probably heard people say that to you when you were yeah, younger, you know. Yeah. It's just, um, I think it's just, it just takes time to let that fact really sink in and just actually understand that, that nothing's really going to eat you. Mm. 
anyway, that's my two cents. So see what people can take from that. All right. Well, uh, enjoyed uh, enjoyed that process. Uh, how do you think you went? You went all right? Yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, probably not the most interesting interview in the world, but I hope some people can yeah. take some joy from it. And no, <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. I think hopefully people enjoyed that episode. No, and, look, uh, I think people will get a lot of value out of that. That was uh, interesting seeing a side of you that people don't really uh, typically see. Yeah, I guess I'm not the most open person either, in a sense. See, I find that, like, uh, I don't know, I feel like you're quite open with, with me, but it's a bit different. But then yeah. with other people, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, I guess we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, crew. Hope you enjoyed that. Bit of a different episode. But, yep. uh, yeah. And we'll catch you guys next Monday. See ya.